Hello, hello, welcome back or welcome to the My Monday Mood podcast. Happy Valentine's Day if you're listening to this on Valentine's Day. Um, Today it is Tuesday and it is Valentine's Day and I decided to record today um, a day late just because your girl has been going through it lately, okay? We're gonna kind of get into it, but yeah, it's been... It's been a week, indeed. Um, But anyways, I'm so happy you guys are here. I'm excited for this episode. Decided to do a little Valentine's edition advice session. Um, I put up a little question box on my Instagram asking you guys to ask me anything related to love, relationships, situationships, singleness, like enjoying your single era, all of it, and I got a lot of good questions from you guys that I'm going to be answering just from my own experience and wisdom and knowledge. I'm not saying I have the right answers, I just thought it would be fun to chat about these things and um, give my input, but so let's get into today's segments if you're new here i like to start off every episode with a mood booster and something i'm currently struggling with so let's get into my struggle of the week so you guys get a little backstory as to why this week has felt so long um so if you've been following along my journey and know why i'm in bali Basically, I got to Bali about a week ago now, um, and I am all by myself, um, intentionally wanted to experience Bali on my own, and, you know, I had no expectations coming into this trip. I had no expectations doing this whole one-way trip era, like, that's the whole point of me coming, is, like, I didn't want to set up expectations, and I really wanted to just live every day as it came and each moment as it came and that's why like i hadn't you know booked a flight home i hadn't done any of that until i felt like i had more clarity um anyways i'm getting sidetracked but basically came to bali got situated in Chenggu, which is where i was staying and within the second day i just felt like off like my body was just like feeling off and i was like I'm feeling like just like bloated and I don't know what's going on so um, I got some charcoal pills and if you guys have never been to Bali there's this term called Bali belly and it's basically just food poisoning Um, you can get it really easily because of the water here um, and just like adjusting your body to a foreign country's food it's just very common to get food poisoning here and last time that I was here I did not get Bali Belly, neither did any of my friends, like we were all good. So I really wasn't even stressing about getting it this time. Um, But sure enough, as the days went on, I was literally not okay. Like my stomach was so just bloated and I had no appetite. I was by the bathroom 24-7. It was not a fun time and yeah, I ended up getting pretty sick and just feeling so low energy and last week honestly just kind of felt like a blur because I was like trying to you know rest and recharge and take care of myself but also like trying to get work done but it just wasn't really working that way like I knew my body was telling me 
to rest completely and yeah i'm not gonna lie it's just been a hard transition coming from australia where most of you guys know like if you've been watching my content i was just so happy and alive and felt like the absolute best version of myself and it was probably one of the best months of my life like not gonna lie it was just so good and you know meeting so many amazing people and creating amazing connections and um going from like that high to bali where obviously you know i'm by myself i end up getting sick having to take care of myself in a foreign country i just felt so lonely and i think it was the first time i've actually felt lonely since being um since leaving my home i haven't felt homesick at all and i still don't feel homesick but i just felt really lonely and it's just something that i've never experienced you know being fully alone getting sick just like so far away from home it was definitely uncomfortable and i was just you know allowing those feelings to come through and you know trying to just be there for myself um but yeah that was just a difficult moment in the journey but thankfully i'm finally feeling better i swear i was feeling so off for like over seven days like yesterday was the first day i think since getting sick that i felt like 90 percent better so i'm grateful for that um but yeah it's not fun getting sick in a foreign country by yourself but we got through it and i'm proud of myself for taking care of myself because that was rough so on top of just like feeling lonely um in bali i'm also just navigating so many different feelings at once just because like this environment change has been more difficult than i thought it was gonna be and i don't mean to sound ungrateful at all by saying this like i'm so blessed and thankful that i have this opportunity to be in bali and be in such a beautiful country um but i'm just feeling a lot of feelings and they're very heavy feelings and i'm just like again allowing them to come in and just being open and receptive um it's just been a heavier week probably the heaviest week since i've you know left my home um and i do think obviously that is because i'm fully alone and fully like having no distractions with you know meeting up with anyone and seeing people um, I am just fully alone and just getting sick on top of that has made me feel even worse. But besides all of that, my last struggle of the week was, if you follow my Instagram, you already know, but basically I moved to another um, city in Bali. So I was in Chengdu the first week. That week felt like a blur, obviously, because I was sick. So I was like, all right, I'm really looking forward to just like the next week. Hopefully I'm feeling better. So I got to Uluwatu yesterday, um, no, two days ago. It's more of a beachy vibe, less crowded. Um, I actually am really loving it here. Have a beautiful room just feeling so blessed to be here but i don't know what it is you guys i don't know why i keep getting getting tested in this certain way but i was going to sleep and guess what i see literally the biggest spider i've 
ever seen in my life you guys i'm not playing like if you want to see what it looked like go on my instagram and look at my bali diaries highlight i think i added it in there it was a straight up like tarantula like i'm not even kidding it was huge the legs were huge it was under my bed and i was like no fuck this like i'm not down like this is not happening again like like my cockroach era is over i'm not down to have a freaking tarantula era by the way it's not a tarantula but it definitely looks like it i don't know what kind of spider it was and when i saw this spider it was on one of like the lower end days where i was just like not feeling good at all and i was just like in the dumps mentally and this was like the last straw you guys like i straight up had the biggest breakdown because i was like great like now i can't go to bed tonight i can't get my sleep tonight like I don't know what to do. I was freaking out. It was just a whole moment. Um, it ended up like crawling on my ceiling and on the walls and ended up like hiding somewhere. It literally could still be in my room right now. Um, so that's been my reality. I don't know how I didn't pass out from that because like I told you guys, I'm deathly afraid of insects and I'm really facing fears here, let me tell you. Like, I cannot believe I really ended up falling asleep in a room where I saw one of the biggest spiders of my life and knew it was in my room. Um, but I have not seen it since, so I'm just, like, trying to, like, block that memory out of my brain so that I can enjoy this room because it is a beautiful hotel and it is a beautiful location and I'm just pretending like it didn't happen i swear i just cannot catch a break with these insects but i am in bali and i know that there's insects here so i gotta just ride the wave you know all right enough struggles let's get into the mood booster because yeah <laughs> okay so obviously my mood booster is that i'm feeling way less sick i'm feeling like my digestive system is back in check i swear you guys when my digestion is just like not working properly i am in such a bad mood like i don't know if it's just me but i'm just feeling so much better physically and mentally now that this whole bali belly is finally ending so grateful to feel healthy again really never taking my health for granted ever again also just being able to facetime my friends when i wasn't feeling my best and have a little piece of home um felt really good and really nice to just have those connections um because again this transition has just felt more difficult than i thought it would um so being able to talk to my friends really boosted my mood and was exactly what i needed when going through this tougher week Alrighty, let's get into today's affirmation. Feel free to write this affirmation down, say it out loud, whatever feels good for you. Today's affirmation is, I live a life of abundance. Everything I want comes to me. I refuse to force anything, including friendships, relationships, or opportunities, because I understand that I'll find everything meant for me in due time. I am exactly where I'm meant to be. I absolutely loved this one and saw it on my Pinterest feed and was like, no, this is the one that I need to share today with you guys. So I hope it resonated and I'm going to link it in the show notes so you can look back on it, write it down, do what you gotta do. 
All right, let's get into the questions, a little advice session. All right, first one. Hi, I really like your way of thinking and how you share it on this app. I am currently struggling with embracing to be single. Actually, I'm really happy to be single right now, but I struggle with the thought of being alone. I was wondering what you view on this and how there doesn't always have to be quote-unquote somebody. Thank you for asking us. Greetings from Belgium. Thank you for the question. I actually love this question because I feel like this is something a lot of people that are single struggle with is the thought of yeah like trying to be content being single but also feeling like you need to have someone and I feel like the thought of having someone is nice and of course you know I feel like at the end of the day we all want a person at some point but what I like to remind myself is it doesn't have to be right now like I have so many things that are taking up my energy that I want to focus on and when I look back at this point in my life I want to be happy with how I have spent my time being single and where I'm putting my energy and I feel like in the past I spent way too much time just focusing on boys and having a boyfriend and being boy crazy you know um and it's normal to want a boyfriend a girlfriend whatever it is but like just know that being single is just as special as it is to have someone because right now you get to fully be present with yourself you get to be this version of yourself that you know a year from now let's say you do get into a relationship and let's say that this is the person you're going to get married to like that like you're always going to be sharing you know yourself with someone and now you get to just fully share yourself with yourself which is so special so i think i've just like rewired my brain to really find contentment in this season of my life of being single and that's how i just view embracing singleness i hope that helped how to move on after being ghosted Ooh, okay um i have definitely been ghosted a few times before and it is not a good feeling and in all honesty if anyone ghosts me like i don't want them in my life anyway like if you're just going to make me feel some type of way and then pretend like i don't exist like ew why would i want to continue seeing you and talking to you like that is not the energy i'm trying to attract in my life so if anything look at it as a good thing like good thing it ended now rather than later because i just think that ghosting is just immature and if someone isn't into you or doesn't want to keep seeing you they should just say that up front um but i'm not gonna act like i haven't ghosted anyone because i definitely have and i'm learning i'm growing and i don't like the feeling so i'm not gonna do it to other people that's something that i'm learning but how to move on is honestly like just realize that they are not for you and you're making space for better by not having them in your life period what's the easiest way you can tell a guy isn't ready for a relationship Ooh. 
I feel like if he is just not putting in any effort, like if he's just half-assing everything and just treating you like an absolute option, then it's pretty evident that he's not ready to give you what you need and what you deserve if you are at the point where you want a relationship. Um, But I think that, you know, energy really never lies and if it isn't being reciprocated, then I feel like that's how you know. When embracing being single, should you fuck around or not? I'm struggling with this so much. Um, I think to each their own. Like, honestly, I told you guys in past episodes that I went through my hookup culture era and, you know, I fully embraced it, fully was in it for a little bit and then realized that it's not for me. Um, I feel like every person, like, needs to get it out of their system at some point to like have fun and let loose and be a part of hookup culture because that's just how our society is unfortunately um so like don't be ashamed of that if that's you know your vibe and you want to try it out but like if it's not for you like i realize hookup culture just is not for me and i'm just not a part of it anymore like i just rather would not and would rather put that energy towards myself and eventually you know attract the right person but just do you do what feels right don't let anyone sway what you want to do um experience what you want to experience enjoy this time Alrighty, i lose feelings every time a guy shows feelings (laughs) is this normal Dude, okay, I relate to this because I feel like in my past, when I was dating some people, the, like, literally the moment they, like, confessed their love to me, I was like, okay, ew, no. <laughs> and I don't know what that is. It's definitely, I've definitely, like, changed my ways a bit. Like, I'm more open. Um, And, like, is it normal? yes and no because i relate to how you're feeling but also i think this also has to do with like self-sabotage um for me i feel like i've sabotages sabotaged some relationships that could have been really great but i either didn't feel good enough for them or i didn't want to lose my independence by fully being in a relationship with them so i would convince myself that I didn't have feelings for them even though deep down I might have and just brushed it off so that could be the situation as well but I totally relate to this and I do think it's normal but try and get to the root of it of like why you're losing feelings because I relate what do you think is better passionate slash exciting or secure slash stable relationship honestly both like i feel like in any relationship especially romantic you obviously need to feel secure and stable just because like that person should be your home you know you want a firm foundation you want a stable relationship um but it should also be passionate and exciting you don't want your relationship to feel boring and mundane you want it to feel flowing and energetic and exciting spicy you know you want it all so i think that both are very important and i think that both are totally able to work and coexist at the same time all right 
I don't trust in boys. In fact, I hate them, mostly because an experience with an ex. How to change that? All right, so we have some healing to do. Um, when you're fresh out of a relationship that didn't end well or just had a bad past experience with someone, it's really easy to not want to step back into the dating world and to kind of just see everyone as, you know, bad and that they're going to hurt you. But I think that with time, definitely just like give yourself time to heal. And I just want to remind you that, you know, I'm sorry you had a bad experience with your ex and it's not fun or easy to step back into the dating world after a really bad experience but just try and be open because with my only ex that i've had serious um it didn't end well at all and i was so scared to step back into dating and trusting anyone to be honest and i was just scarred emotionally and when i did you know take some time off from dating and you know step back into the dating world um i have met some amazing amazing guys and it just made me realize that going back with an open heart and just trying to be open and vulnerable you know in order to grow with someone and connect with someone you have to be vulnerable because if you're not then you're not going to be able to really see that person for who they are and they're not going to be able to see you you know I feel like vulnerability is the route to connection and if you're going into you know seeing someone and just hating men and not trusting men um, I feel like that part of your brain will be closed off and it'll be harder to be fully open so just if you need time off from dating take the time off you know really heal and when you feel ready go back into the dating world and just try and have an open mind and open heart and just because you and your ex ended in a shitty way doesn't mean that the next person you're gonna be with that's gonna be the exact same scenario because i've been told i have avoidance attachment style any advice Ooh, girl me and you both um i actually didn't know my attachment style until the last person I liked, um, like when me and him were talking, I realized like a lot about myself that I feel like I didn't know before and I started get getting into like attachment styles and like reading about them and I was like, alright, I'm definitely avoidant um, because anytime I felt like things were going south or his energy was a bit off, like the moment I felt that energy, I just wanted to, like, not talk to him to end things, to just kind of run away um, in fear of just, like, getting hurt. But I feel like with the past experience that I've had, um, since I knew that avoidant attachment style was my attachment style, I really worked on just, like, being open and honest with the way I was feeling when I was feeling like, you know, he was getting distant or, and stuff like that. Um, so I think that just like getting to the root of like reading about your attachment style I know that there's some amazing books on it. I haven't read any yet But I feel you with the avoiding it's easy to run away when you feel like things are getting serious with someone and you just don't want to get hurt 
Um, but I would say definitely just like try and read more into it and like with the next person you talk to, try and really test yourself and challenge yourself to not run away when things get hard or just like when you think that he might be shifting his his or her energy. Um, just try to be open and actually communicate about how you're feeling. That's my advice for all my avoidant attachment style girlies. (laughs) I just broke up with my boyfriend of 1.5 years and I'm always crying. Tips for getting better. Aw, I'm so sorry you're going through this. Breakups just fucking suck. They are like one of the hardest things about being a human I think literally is losing someone that you loved so much that played such an important part of your life um so i really feel for you some tips for getting better i think honestly in this situation just time time heals everything time is going to be your best friend feel your feelings cry it out write it out do what you gotta do to heal um But time is on your side, and I promise you, in a few months, whatever time it's going to take, you are going to be better, and you are going to look back at this point in your life and be so proud of the way that you took care of yourself and healed and grew. I promise you that. Um, But just know that you are so worthy, unique, strong, and you're going to get through this. You really are. I'm having a hard time breaking up with people. I can never get the courage to do it. Um, Yeah, so I have never personally broken up with anyone. Um, I told you guys I've only been in one serious relationship. I got broken up with in that scenario. So with situationships, though, I definitely have ghosted people. And I'm not proud of it. Let me just say, like, it's not something I'm proud of. So don't do it. But I think that that's, like, why I haven't broken up with someone. Because I find that the easy way to do it is to just, like, slowly stop talking to them. Um, which is really selfish and shitty. And, and like, if the person you're talking to, like, they deserve that respect to, like, know why you're not interested anymore. Um, for both sides. So I think just, like, be honest with how you're feeling. Because... They deserve to know, you know, why it's not working out anymore. And no one deserves to be kind of left in the dust without an explanation. Um, If you feel like it's not working, express that. I was wondering if you possibly have any tips on how to be less awkward and more open, please. Well, awkward is my middle name, so no, I'm kidding. Actually, I feel like I am awkward, but like, I feel like everyone's awkward, you know? Like, that's just part of especially dating like first dates like it's gonna be a little awkward like you're meeting up with someone you don't really know and it's just awkward like it's like first dates are just kind of embarrassing and awkward but like that's just part of the experience and you kind of just have to embrace the awkwardness you know and like don't take it too seriously like just be you it's gonna be awkward but like who cares like that's just part of dating so i would say lean into the awkwardness embrace it um while also being open and just being you you know 
let the awkwardness and the openness coexist. Oh, that was good. That was good. Okay. I can't. I've had too much coffee. How do you figure out what's healthy for you in relationships? This is something I'm still figuring out, to be honest. And I feel like in order for a relationship to be healthy, both people have to be constantly putting in the work and the effort because no relationship's going to be easy, whether that's a friendship or a romantic relationship. Like, both people have to be putting in the work and... I think that's what continues to make it healthy and to thrive is just never stop trying to make that person happy, make that person smile, like make them feel special, um, continue putting in that work. I would say that's my answer for that. Do you ever get pressure from your entourage about being single? Entourage? I've never... Do you mean like your friends and people close to you? I'm just going to take it as that. Um, but of course, oh my gosh, I feel pressure from my friends that are really in relationships, from just the world in general. I feel like we've been so pushed to feel like if you're not in a relationship, then like you're a failure or you're doing something wrong. But I think that in the past few years, I've really rewired my brain to like not look at being single as a bad thing because it is like the most special thing i'm so excited to look back at this point in my life especially the one i'm in right now where i'm literally traveling by myself to bali and to australia and having these these experiences for me without having to think about the needs of anyone else besides myself like that is such a special thing and if i were to be in a relationship right now like it would be it would be a, you know somewhat of a different experience so it's just like being able to really embrace again the single era the single season um and i don't really look at the pressure as a bad thing anymore i just look at it as like okay like there's always going to be that pressure kind of but like i am happy with my life and i have great friendships and a great relationship that I'm constantly trying to improve with myself and that's what's taking out my energy right now and I'm totally okay with that um, so just yeah try to not like let the outside pressure define you because it can definitely get hard when you feel like you're doing something wrong by not being in a relationship but no matter what age you are like if you're single right now just try and embrace it as much as you can because it really is a special thing and you deserve all the love in the world to give to yourself right now. First dates with people from dating apps is scary. Dating in general is scary. Yes, I definitely agree with that, um, especially dating apps. Like, It can be really nervy to meet up with someone you never met in your life before. Um, when I was, when I first moved to LA, I went on a few hinge dates and I would definitely pregame before, would definitely hype myself up before. Um, I had like a little routine. I'd have like my pre, pregame drink, would set the vibe, would get ready, blast on some Drake, some Rihanna, get the vibes going. 
so I could really just hype myself up and feel like my best self before meeting this person. Um, so I think that that definitely helped ease the nerves a bit before meeting and dating. Um, but yeah, I, I totally agree. It is scary out there, but I do not regret any dates I've ever been on because I swear I learned something about myself every time I would go on a date and that's honestly the whole point is to in dating is to learn what you like what you don't like um it's a learning game so embrace it how do i stop getting so sad when my boyfriend leaves to visit his family often slash goes to do his hobbies hmm i mean i think that letting you know whoever you're dating like have their own life is very important like for me with any person that i am going to date i want to make sure that i am not the source of their happiness like obviously i would like to make them happy and that's like the point of being in a relationship but i want them to have hobbies and a life outside of me because that's what a healthy relationship looks like to me I feel like if you are in a sort of relationship where you're spending all your time with them and not giving each other a break to like do your own things that you like to do, um, I don't think that that's necessarily healthy and you just need to have your own life at the end of the day and then you get to share those things with your person having separate hobbies and interests and you know going to see family and do things like that i think that that's totally normal and healthy and and i understand you might be sad you know when he's away but just know that having things to do outside of your relationship is healthy and you should always prioritize the things that make you happy um that don't necessarily make the other person happy you know just having things you look forward to outside of the relationship so that you're not so codependent on him um, and vice versa advice on balancing my personal growth slash self-love journey and my relationship with my boyfriend i definitely think that you can do both because i think a reason why i have self-sabotaged you know potentially good relationships in the past is because I was, you know, on this self-growth journey and I didn't want anyone to get in the way of that and I didn't want to give anyone else my energy so I kind of closed myself off from dating anyone and finding some really great people or, yeah, dating some really great people but I think that, you know, just because you're quote-unquote healing right now doesn't mean that, you know, you can't be in a relationship. I think that we as humans are always going to be a work in progress and we're always going to be healing something so it's like having room for both you know having things that you like doing outside of the the relationship is a great way to make time for yourself whether that's you know like let's say like every friday morning you want to make it a priority to have alone time and to you know go drive to the beach or wherever and go get a coffee and listen to a podcast and just have you time you know you making that a priority once a week twice a week whatever it is just having that time and space for you and then you know seeing your boyfriend 
every Saturday night you guys go to dinner or something. Just having those times where you know that you're going to have time for yourself and then have time for your person. Um, I think that that's a good way to balance, but I definitely think that there can be a balance because I feel like there's just like been this myth where you can't date if you're on a healing journey, but I don't agree with that because I feel like a healing journey is basically never ending and it really depends on what type of healing journey, I guess, but you guys get what I'm saying. Like, I know that I'm going to be on this quote-unquote healing journey um, for the rest of my life because we all have traumas and triggers and things that will pop up from time to time, but it's like you're actively working on it. You're actively changing patterns and doing things and don't see why you can't share that part of yourself with another person when that time comes. Is it normal to feel anxious about not finding someone or never getting married? Absolutely. Like I said, the outside pressure makes it so known to anyone who's single that we're doing something wrong. Oh my gosh, there's a lizard in my room. <laughs> you guys, oh my gosh, the amount of bugs probably in my room that I haven't seen yet. I don't even want to think about it. Okay. Hi, Lizzie. At least he's cute. I like lizards, so it's okay. They actually eat little gross insects, so so he'll be my little hero. Hopefully he finds the spider. Okay. But yeah, no, I feel like, again, outside pressure, you're going to feel like you need to get married by a certain age and have kids, but just know that it is totally normal to feel anxious about this, but just try and stay in your own lane and remember that it's your timeline. Like, don't compare your life to anyone who is on a different timeline because right now you're exactly where you're supposed to be and I think that you just need to lean into that and take comfort in knowing that whatever is meant for you will not pass you by. Just continue leaning into the season you're in right now and be present with this current version of yourself because you'll never have this current version of yourself again. Thoughts on getting back with an ex of many years? Um, I mean, I obviously can't speak from experience because I've never done this. And in all honesty, I don't think I've ever gotten back with one of my past, like, situationships. Just because I personally, like, when I'm done with someone, I'm done. Like, I close that chapter, we donezo. But if you're in the situation where, you know, you want to get back with your ex, I think that so many different things go into it you know like how did you guys end was there cheating involved um does he want you back just as much as you want him like are things gonna be better why did you guys end in the first place just getting to the root of why you guys ended and like seeing how it it is actually gonna work for you guys um i think just like having that open and vulnerable conversation is obviously the first step um but i don't see it as a terrible thing again it just really depends on your circumstances how do i support my partner if he has mental health issues and i don't i actually love this question um i think that if you can just support them in any way you know ask them how can i support you when you're feeling like this or when you're having a breakdown or whatever it is just being there for them in any way that you can like that's all that they can really want and just showing them that you care and that you love them um but just asking them specifically how can i support you 
when this happens so that they are aware of what they need and that you are aware of what you need to give when those certain things happen to them and they're just not having the best day. Um, I think communication and just talking about the support that they need in that time is what's most important for sure. Struggling with going back to my ex constantly. We both give into each other so easily. So like I told you guys, I don't really struggle with this type of scenario. Once I'm done with someone, I'm done. But I totally understand and get and like a lot of my friends have gone through this where they'll end with someone and then they'll keep sleeping together or they'll keep seeing each other and trying to work things out and it's just like this loop. Um, and what I've learned from watching them go through this is that like they aren't really happy. Like they are just like exhausted and i'm exhausted for them like just seeing them go through this toxic cycle and like this loop of getting back together and then ending then getting back together then talking to other people but still sleeping together and it's like you guys ended for a reason and think of all the other amazing things that you could be attracting into your life by fully closing this door with this person because I understand like they were your safe place and they were your home and they were your comfort zone at one point you know but remember that they weren't able to give you everything that you need and deserve and it ended for a reason and you deserve to give yourself a new opportunity to invest in yourself and take care of your energy and protect your energy because this person isn't able to carry it the way that you want and need so i think that just giving yourself time to heal and remembering that like your energy is sacred and again it ended for a reason and just know that like the sooner you shut this chapter and close this door on this person the better your life is gonna get because you're gonna attract better people and people that are more at your wavelength if that makes sense i hope this helped but i i understand this girl said, situationship blues. Oh, the situationship blues. I swear, like, a three-month situationship ending hurts more than, like, a five-year relationship. Obviously, I haven't been in a five-year relationship, but I've heard that saying go around, and I feel like it is so true because when a situationship ends, it's like it never got to the point of the relationship so you're like mourning the thought of like what you guys could have been together and i feel like that's almost harder because it's like because i feel like things were so good at one point and it's like why did it have to end we could have been so great um so i totally understand how you're feeling and i think that just prioritizing you in any way and doing anything that makes you happy whether that's literally booking a trip or going out with your friends, surrounding yourself with people that lift you up and support you, and just like feeling your feelings as well. Like you need to heal and get over this person. Um, so cry it out, do what you gotta do, read a self-help book, do what you gotta do to feel everything and release it and move forward with your life. You have so much to look forward to. This, this person was an amazing part of your life but not everyone is meant to be in your life forever and just take the lessons and the experience that they gave you and know that your person is still out there and you have so much to look forward to alrighty guys one more question 
I'm sorry I didn't get to them all, but like, I feel like we are really getting through a good heap ton of them, so. Advice on being happy and content single when all your friends are in relationships. I have definitely gone through a phase of my life where I swear all of my friends had boyfriends and I was the only one single and it was lonely. I'm not going to lie. It made me feel like I had to be in a relationship and that I was doing something wrong. But in all honesty, most of the people that were in relationships are now broken up with that person and it just goes to show that like we're all on different timelines. We're all experiencing different things and it's okay to not have someone in your life like that right now um take this time to really get to know yourself and maybe go on a few dates for fun if you're feeling it or book a solo trip you know go somewhere and just indulge in your own energy and get to know yourself um i know that you're surrounded by people that are in relationships but just know that you are also in a relationship with yourself right now and that is damn special so don't think of it as a bad thing and you will have your turn when it is your time Alrighty, guys thank you so much i feel like we went through a good amount of questions and i love doing this if you guys want a part two let me know i love doing these little advice sessions i hope that some of these answers made you feel good or related in some way Again, I'm no expert on love at all. I'm just freaking 23 going through it and sharing my view and my experiences on life. That's what this podcast is all about. Don't take anything too serious, but I really enjoyed doing this and I hope you guys have an amazing Valentine's Day. And for all my single girlies out there, I know it can be hard to look through Instagram and see all the stories of all these people in happy relationships. Just because these people are in happy relationships doesn't mean you are off track or behind. Look at this day as a beautiful day to love yourself more, to send your best friends an extra lovey-dovey text, um, spread love. and remind yourself that even though you may be single right now that you are also so deserving of a healthy love and that healthy love does exist and for now you get to just be present with you and that's so damn special and for all my girlies who are in relationships i hope that you are happy and i hope that this guy or girl is giving you everything you could ever want and need because that is what you deserve and i'm happy for you i hope you guys have a good night (laughs) and i will be getting a pedicure this afternoon um i had french fries for lunch i had a big fat oatmeal for breakfast i'm treating my ways in all the ways today because i deserve all the love in the world and so do you so make sure you are giving yourself some extra love today in whatever way that feels best to you i love you guys so much you guys are all my valentines secret is out it's you i hope it's reciprocated if not don't ever listen to this podcast again no i'm kidding i love you guys for real you are loved and i will see you guys in my next episode Mwah.